Today on CityCast Boise, power struggles, note passing, special sessions, oh my. We're talking to the Idaho Capital Sun's Clark Corbin about two important but possibly confusing questions on your ballot this election. These hardworking taxpayers are here to help you get to the bottom of it. It's Wednesday, October 26, 2022. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is CityCast Boise. Good morning, Clark. Thank you so much for being here. Good morning, Emma. Thanks so much for having me on. So let's just dive right in. So the first, we're going to talk today about the ballot initiatives. And the first one on the ballot is about the legislature calling itself back into session. So what's the context for this? Why is this even a question this year? Let's go back to the 2020 legislative session. We've got the Republican-controlled legislature fighting with Republican Governor Brad Little about some of the COVID restrictions and about some of the precautions that were in place. Uh, and the legislature was upset by that. The legislature felt like they wanted a seat at the table. They wanted more control. They wanted a more active role. And with it being a, con- a conservative legislature, they were concerned about the restrictions going too far and and closing businesses and closing schools and things like that. So it was all about a clash between our governor and our legislature. The way things stand right now is we can and do have special sessions in Idaho. In fact, we just had one on September 1st of this year. But the way it works in the Idaho Constitution, only the governor can call a special session right now. What the legislature wants to do and what's going to be on our ballots Uh, is SJR 102 is what they're calling it, but that's a proposed amendment to the Idaho Constitution that would allow the Idaho legislature to call itself back into session without the governor's approval. And so this would be a big change. Every year in Idaho, we have a regular legislative session. It starts in January. Yeah. Why do they need a whole off-season, you know, special session? I don't quite understand that. That's the question for voters to decide. They're saying they want to have a stronger role in state government. They want the legislative branch uh, to be powerful. They don't want to give up their authority to the executive branch. So this would allow the legislature to call itself back into session without the governor's authority. Uh, That would be on top of the regular sessions that we have every year that start in January, and they usually go till about Treefort time until late March or early April. It sounds like really like a power struggle between the governor and the Republicans in legislature, you know, and now the voters. We have to be the referees kind of for this a little bit. Like, I think that's exactly right. I think that's a, a good way to look at it. It's a political power struggle. Um, but it just takes uh, a simple majority of voters would approve this. And so a 50 percent plus one uh, say yes, amend the Constitution, uh, then this would pass. If it doesn't get the majority then it would fail. But it would be a a huge change. And I think, yeah, a power struggle, a political power struggle is is really the way uh, to look at this. And voters get to decide, do we want to keep doing things the way that uh, has been going for years and years and years, where we have our annual regular legislative session, and then the governor has the ability, in case of an emergency, in case of something unexpected coming up, to call that special session. And we have seen the governor do that. Like I said, we just had a special session this year in September. We also had a special session in 2020. And one of the things that I talked to folks about this, one of the concerns out there 
this could really open the door for more of a full-time Idaho legislature. We have this part-time system right now. Which sounds expensive. Am I right it, about that? That sounds it, expensive. It's about $30,000 a day to have the wow. Idaho legislature in session between uh, the costs of the, the per diem and, and, and all of that that the legislators get. Uh, having all the support staff and security and people in the state capitol building. So yeah, it's about $30,000 a day every day that they're in uh, session extra. And, and a lot of the concern for people that are worried about this is that it could lead to more of a full-time legislature. On the other side of things, the Republicans say, you know, what if there's a, what if there's another pandemic? What if there's changes uh, that come about that we need to address when we're not in session? They want that power. That's that that political power struggle that you talked about, Emma. Yeah. So who wants, I mean, besides the Republican lawmakers who got this on the ballot in the first place, who wants this to happen? Are there any interest groups or lobbyists involved in this too? There are, there always are. Um, but really, this is coming from the Republicans in the legislature. They have a super majority. Uh, they've controlled the legislature for something like 30 years. And it's really uh, starting and ending with uh, the legislature. It, it's uh, it's about them. It's something that they pushed for. It was really brought to a light uh, with some of those clashes with the governor during the early part of the pandemic in, in 2020. And so this is really originated with the legislature, is being pushed by the legislature. Uh, and that's that's who's um, who's out there responsible for this one. Okay. Well, yeah, there's a lot there, but let's move on to our other question. And I I read your article on this and I'm so, I'm a little baffled. So there's this advisory ballot question. And before we talk about the question itself, what the F is an advisory question anyway? Like it doesn't sound like we're actually really deciding anything. It's, we're voicing an opinion. Am I right? That's the thing where we talked about how the constitutional amendment would make a huge change this advisory question does nothing. Uh, and they're very rare in Idaho. I went back through like our online election records. Uh, it goes back to like 1994. So it goes back 28 years. I only found two examples of the state of Idaho doing this previously, but wow. it's non-binding. It doesn't change anything, uh, no matter how anybody votes, whether they vote to approve or disapprove the advisory question. I was actually on the radio yesterday with my friend Jimmy Dawson from Boise State Public Radio, who I think was on CityCast a week or two ago, and he compared it to uh, passing a note in school. <laughs> yeah, Do you like me, it, Mark? Yes or no? Yeah. And then I almost started cracking up because I started thinking about <laughs> Ralph Wiggum from The Simpsons and how he didn't get a Valentine one year and Lisa gave him the I choo choo choose you Valentine. Yeah. And so I just was cracking up thinking about it. Um, yeah. But I thought that was a great way that Jimmy had of explaining it. It's, it's like literally passing a note. Like, do you like me? Uh, yes or no. But this one's super confusing. I was just going to say, like getting a, a super confusing note that's like, do you like this part of me <laughs> right. or do you like this part of me? And then it's a yes or no answer. And you're like, well, wait a minute, because I was reading. I was like, if people are like, well, I approve. I do approve of you funding education, but I don't approve of the tax rebates. You don't really have an option that's like, uh, C, not any of these, actually. Or, you know, it's like very confusing. Yeah, no, that's right. Essentially, what it's asking Idaho voters is whether they approve or disapprove of the big law that was passed during the special session. It did three things. It, it cut taxes and established a flat income tax rate. It provided about $500 million worth of tax rebates for Idahoans. And it set aside money from the sales tax every year for a new fund. 
for education. Uh, it's called House Bill 1. That was the new law from the special session. And so it's really um, super confusing. Essentially, what an advisory question is, is asking the people of Idaho their opinion. Yeah. Do, do you like this thing that we did or not? No matter how you vote, uh, it's not going to uphold the special session law. It's not going to repeal it. That's already on the books. And so um, nothing changes there. Yeah. And it reads to me a bit like, uh, I mean, I think someone else said this in your article, like a campaign ad. Like it does read to me like, hey, just so you know, we got your money back to you and we uh, funded education. Do you like? <laughs> you know? Right. No, no. I, I think, yeah, that is one of the criticisms of it because there's very... some language in this ballot question. It talks about refunding money back to the hardworking taxpayer. It yeah, talks about the hardworking record taxpayer inflation. Um, <laughs> but, and so I talked to David Adler, who's a, a political scientist at the Alturas Institute in Idaho Falls. And he said that it appears that this is language that's attempting to be persuasive. And if you think about it, why wouldn't I approve something to help benefit the the hardworking Idahoans? What are you, a monster? You right. hate hardworking Idahoans? <laughs> the political scientist I talked to said it, it's persuasive language. And if the legislature was really wanting to get an unbiased view from the public, it would have had more neutral language. And so what David Adler said is this is really about the Republicans asking the voters to pat themselves on the back yeah. for doing something that really Reclaim Idaho started pushing for more than a year ago in terms of getting support uh, from residents and from volunteers to get support for an increase in education funding. And so it's a confusing uh, thing. We see them very rarely in Idaho. I think there maybe could be or maybe should be more information on the ballot to help people understand what this is, because it almost sounds like, well, gosh, I have this this question in here and whether or not they get the 410 million in the rebates is up to me and how I vote. Yeah, that's not it. There's no stakes. Aren't you dying to just see the drafts like if hardworking Idahoans made it in there? I want to see what they removed. Like. <laughs> Awesome patriots. And do you love America? And if not, vote no. Mm, bummer. You know, it's just very silly. Also, Clark, remind me, uh, I can't think of what it is. Talking about this surplus that they're, you know, talking about in this, uh, remind me how how rich is the state right now? What how big is the surplus? It's we're is am I wrong to say it's billions? It's billions. Two billion. It's, Two it's, billion. Idaho is sitting on the largest surplus in state history. Wild. And so 500 million of that went out the door with the rebates that we talked about in the special sessions. And, and that was the governor's rationale for calling the special session and passing this law. He said, we have all this money that we're sitting on. Why wait to the regular session beginning in January? Uh, let's increase education funding. Uh, let's let's cut taxes and, and let's get these, these rebates going. Um, but it's interesting because the largest budget surplus in state history, you have to go all the way back to 2021 only when the previous largest budget <laughs> in, uh, surplus was in state history. So each of the last two years, Idaho has just had all this money uh, that they've been that they've been sitting on. All right. Well, very interesting stuff. We super appreciate you uh, explaining all this. Very confusing stuff. Loved your articles on it. Um, what last last question? Are you excited for winter, Clark? I know you're a big skier. Are you got plans to go out and snowboard, do some night skiing? What are you doing? Yeah, I am super excited. Uh, I've I've got my pass. I, I go to Bogus, and yeah, with the weather changing over the last 
week, really. I've been super excited about that. The ski season really helps me kind of get through uh, <laughs> the added work that comes with the legislative session, which will also yeah. be starting right after Christmas. But yeah, excited to get the skis on and, and be out with my with my friends again, for sure. And I, I really do love that about Idaho winners. Yay. Well, we love you and we're excited for you. Thank you so much for coming on. I feel like I have a lot more clarity now. Hey, thanks for having me on and congratulations uh, with becoming the new host. I'm super excited and uh, can't wait for all the stories that you'll tell and all the cool things that uh, you'll be talking about on CityCast Boise. Yay. Well, thank you so much. And a couple more things to know before you head out. Early voting is up and running. In Ada County, you can vote between 8 and 5, Monday through Friday, at City Halls in Boise, Eagle, and Meridian, or at the Ada County Elections Office near the mall. And skiers and snowboarders, yes, that's snow on Bogus Basin. The mountain plans to open on Thanksgiving this year with a bunch of improvements to chairlifts, ski runs, and parking. Thanks for listening to CityCast Boise. Have a question about voting? Let us know. Email us at boise at citycast.fm. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. See you around, Boise! Emma, last night I made your chili recipe that you had posted on Instagram or Twitter a couple of weeks ago. And it was really, really good. And it was a big improvement over the chili that I would uh, had been making. So I recommend that. That'll fe- that'll be perfect for this weather we're having and and feeling a little bit out of it. So oh, that was I really l- awesome, but I wanted to thank you for that. Yeah, I love that you made it. Um, I post it every year because um, people adore it. Yeah, um, I'll share it and so CityCast can share it with people, but it's lovely, nice, The spicy. cinnamon and the honey were yeah. really, really good. And I like the chipotle uh, peppers. I'd been using jalapenos before. So that was really good. So thanks yeah, for that. Yeah, the chipotle really adds like a nice smoky flavor to it and the honey makes it so the spice doesn't kick you in the teeth so quite so hard <laughs> yeah and now you get to it. share it again yeah Yay, i love that well i'm so glad you made it i have a white chili i make also like a chicken chili i'll share that as well sometime because that's really good really good